This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. My name's Jeff Woods. I'm the vice president here at the One Thing team. It's the beginning of the year, and many people around the world have set resolutions for the new year. In fact, almost half of all Americans make New Year's resolutions each year. Some of the most popular ones are losing weight, getting organized, spending less. Do you want to know how many people actually succeed in the resolutions that they set? According to a study conducted at the University of Scranton and published in the Journal of Clinical Psychology, only 8%. Think about that. Only 8% of people who set resolutions will actually succeed implementing them. The purpose of this episode is to share why we believe that so many people fail to implement the resolutions that they set successfully, to talk about the one thing that you can do to be successful in making the changes that you want to make this year, and to point you to specific tools and trainings that will help you along your journey. You will notice a shift in our episodes this year. Over the past few years of having this podcast, we have continued to learn from you in terms of what's the content that you need and how do we help you implement the lessons. Back in episode 170, you heard us talk about why it was time to stop listening to podcast episodes and why it was time for you to do your goal-setting retreat. We stopped publishing episodes for three weeks because the truth is there was nothing that we could share with you that would warrant distracting you from implementing the principles of your goal-setting retreat, which if you have not done that yet, go to the onething.com. That's with the number one in the URL. Click on the training tab and you can learn more about the One Thing Couples Goal-Setting Master Course. This will walk you through how you can set incredible goals for yourself along with the people that matter most to you, whether that be a significant other, your team, fellow coworkers, friends, or if you want to do it as an individual. It all starts there. As we look to the podcast that we will create this year, you're going to notice a very specific shift, one where we are being very purposeful in pointing you toward implementation, meaning every episode will come with suggestions for specific tools and trainings so you can go beyond consuming content and start living it. Because that's where extraordinary results lie. Let's dive in. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen. They're chef-created, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like breakfast on the go, lunch, snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Again, that's factormeals.com slash ONE50 and use code ONE50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. If so many people set resolutions for the new year and so few achieve them, why is that? What is the one thing that's stopping people from being successful implementing the changes they seek? 
to implement. We believe there could be several reasons for this. And as we go through this episode, we're going to challenge you to really think about what's the one reason for you? Of all the reasons that we share, what's the one that is most relevant to you? That if you just focused on eliminating that challenge, everything else would be easier or unnecessary for you. And as we go through this, also understand that for many of you, if if you have unsuccessfully implemented resolutions in the past, it's not your fault. When were you trained on how to set goals? resolutions and to put a plan in place and to develop a relationship with your goals so that you were successful. I don't know about you. I wasn't taught in school. And that's why we really respect that you're listening to this show because this is the education that we believe should have been delivered that for many of us was not. So let's start with what we see as the first gap that stops people from achieving what they set out to achieve. And it's that they're not clear on why the goals that they set matter to them. On page 134 of The One Thing, you see this image of the iceberg. And kind of like an iceberg in real life, the only part that you see is the tip, the part above the surface. Yet the majority of the iceberg's mass lies beneath the surface. This is the same when it comes to setting goals. All we can see is productivity, the actions we take, and profit, the results that we get. That's the tip of the iceberg. And when we're not getting the right results, we take more action. And when we still aren't getting the right results, we just think we need to change our actions and take more action. Yet, we're just skimming the surface. You can't truly get the results you desire if you don't do the right activities. And you can't truly do the right activities or be productive if you don't understand what your priorities are. And you can't understand what your priorities are if you haven't developed a sense of purpose, a reason why doing what you do matters. One thing we've learned from the thousands of people that we've worked with through our online and our corporate training programs is that most people want change to work for them, but they're not willing to work for the change. By far, the number one resolution set every year is people set a goal to lose weight or to get in better shape. It's why the gym is always packed come New Year's, yet you fast forward to middle to end of February and all the resolution setters have disappeared and it's back to the regulars at the gym. When it comes to some of the most common New Year's resolutions, why does it matter that you get in better shape? Why does it matter that you get more organized? Why does it matter that you spend less? Until you have a sense of purpose, a reason why associated with your goals, your possibilities may be limited. Because truth is, change is hard. It's real easy to get inspired as the clock strikes 12 to say, this is the year that I'm getting rid of my washer and dryer because finally Amy Woods is going to be able to do laundry on my washboard abs. And uh, yeah, that's still not happening. Pretty soon after you set the goal, the novelty associated with it wears off. And that's where a sense of purpose associated with your goals is one thing that will carry you through. So here's the call to action. Take a moment to think about the goals that you've set for this year or resolutions that you've set. And ask the question, how many of them are you really clear on the why? behind it. Why does it matter that you grow your business? Why does it matter that you spend less? 
Why does it matter that you're more purposeful in your relationships? Whatever those goals are that you set, why? That way, when it gets a little bit more challenging, you have something to hold on to that will drive you to take action when you may not be wanting to take it. The second reason we believe that so few people are successful in implementing the changes they set out to make at the beginning of the year is that they may not be really clear on the purpose of a goal. Gary Keller was teaching a class on wealth building and he looked out to the room and asked, what do you think the purpose of a goal is? And lots of people raised their hands and shared answers. They all summed up to, to achieve a result, which is what I was thinking in my mind. And Gary looked at the room and he said, no, 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 no. That's not the purpose of a goal. The purpose of a goal is to be appropriate in the moment. Meaning based on where you want to be, the results that you want, it should determine the person you can become right now so that the actions you take are absolutely appropriate and aligned with where you want to go. If this is true, then we would suggest setting goals that are so big so far out there that they require that we evolve who we are to earn the right to even achieve those results. And once we set those goals, we can get clear on the specific measurable activities we can do to achieve those results. And then all we got to do is focus on the activities on a daily basis. So when it comes to losing weight or getting in better shape. Instead of thinking, I want to have 15% body fat or I want to weigh X number of pounds, it's about thinking, I'm the type of person who goes to the gym four days a week. Instead of wanting to be more organized, it's, I'm the type of person who does a 411 every week. Which for those of you who are new to the principles of the one thing, the 411 is your organizational tool for having clarity on your priorities so you can develop the habit of priority. If you want to see what one of these looks like, you can go to theonething.com, click on free stuff, and you can download it there. This is probably one of the biggest opportunities that we see for people who come into our Living Your One Thing community, which is our community all focused around the 411 and developing the habit of priority. People come in and they fill out their 411. They set their goals for the year. And the challenge is they set goals, they write them in a way that they're results-based instead of being activity-based. They say how much money they want to make, how many deals they want to close, what they want their weight to be, what they want their net worth to be. The challenge is though, on a day-to-day basis, when we get out of bed, we don't think, what result am I achieving right now? We ask, what should I be doing right now? Yet many people, before going through the training in the community, write their goals in the form of results. This is a huge opportunity for you. As you think about the goals that you've set for yourself this year, first and foremost, let's ask the question, what did you think the purpose of the goal was? Did you think it was to achieve a result? And if so, no worries. Can you give yourself permission to think bigger? To set it to be so big that it makes you uncomfortable and would require you to evolve who you are as a person and change your activities. And then you get to ask the question, what's the one thing I can do? Such that by doing it would make everything else easier or unnecessary when it comes to achieving that goal. And you keep asking that question until you arrive at a specific measurable activity you can do. And then it's a matter of just tracking your progress throughout the year. 
So let's pull back to 40,000 feet. So far, we've covered two opportunities that you could implement. The first is getting clear on why the goals matter to you. And once you're clear on why they matter, the second is making sure that as you set them, you are clear on what the purpose of the goal is, which is to be appropriate in the moment, and that you convert those goals into activity-based goals, highlighting the specific measurable activities you can do that if you just focused on those activities, the results would happen. Once that's done, the third thing is time blocking those activities. For so many people, we see that they get clear on the goals. Yet if we opened up their calendars, their digital calendars or their planners, they would not reflect their priorities. And again, this is not your fault because the digital calendar as we know it today was not designed to highlight your priorities. It was designed to track meetings with other people and to capture all the little things in your world. And it falls trapped to the number one lie of productivity, the lie that everything matters equally. There was a study published in the British Journal of Health Psychology in 2010. They randomly assigned 248 adults to one of three groups with the hope of figuring out uh, what would motivate people to exercise over a two-week period. The first group was the control group. They were asked to keep track of how frequently they exercised over the next two weeks. And before they left, each person was asked to read an opening three paragraphs of a completely unrelated novel. That was the control group. And they were sent on their way. Group two was called the motivation group. They were also asked to track how frequently they exercised over the next two weeks. They were given the same three paragraphs from the unrelated article, but they were also asked to read a pamphlet on the benefits of exercise and how it showed the risk of heart disease. That was the motivation group. And then there was group three, the intention group. They were asked to track their exercise over the two weeks. They read the unrelated paragraphs from the novel. They read that pamphlet on the benefits of exercise. But then they had to do one more thing. They had to formulate a plan for when and where they would exercise over the following weeks. A date, a time, and a place. Sounds a lot like a time block. And when the results came in, they were really surprised. The control group that was just told to exercise, 38% of them exercised at least once. The motivation group, the group that had to read the pamphlet on the benefits of exercising, only 35% of them exercised at least once. Yet when they went to the intention group, the group that had to time block their exercise, 91% of them exercised at least once almost three times as likely. When it comes to the goals that you've set for yourself this year, have an honest check-in with yourself. If we were to open up your digital calendar or look at your planner, would we see time blocked for you to accomplish the activities required to achieve the results you deserve? Again, we just know this from working with so many people. Majority of people, the answer is no. And this is an opportunity. So we've talked about three things at this point, getting clear on why your goals matter. Second thing is making sure that your goals are written big enough that they require you to change who you are and that you write them and break them down to the specific activities you can do to achieve the result. And third is time blocking the activities. And then once you time block it, this is the fourth thing, 
It's making those activities a habit. FM Alexander said it best. People do not decide their futures. They decide their habits and their habits decide their futures. When we don't focus on turning our key activities into habits, we're relying on willpower to get it done. The challenge is, we know this is line number four, willpower is not always on will call. You only have so much throughout the day and every decision you make drains just a little bit of that willpower. In fact, while your brain is only 2% of your entire body mass, it consumes 20% of your body's energy. It's like a Hummer for gas. Well, so many of us set resolutions, which I looked up on Google, the definition of resolution, and it said, a firm decision to do or not to do something. While you may have made that firm decision when the clock was striking 12 to lose weight, to get organized, to spend less this year, what we don't think about is that we have to make that decision every day. Every time we're tempted to not go to the gym because we're too tired. We have to recommit to that goal. Every time we want to skip doing our weekly 411. Every time we want to just go out for dinner because we don't feel like cooking at home, we have to make that decision all over again. We rely on our willpower. And it's why so many of us fast forward to the end of the day. And even if you exercise, even if you've been really good with your diet all day, come late at night, you may find yourself standing in front of the freezer, looking at the ice cream carton and just going, oh, it just looks good. Just, just one bite. What starts with a will and a way ends up with no will and no way. The opportunity after we've identified our one thing, meaning the activities that drive our results and we time block our one thing is to go on a 66-day challenge to making that activity a habit that sticks. If you can be the type of person who can be consistent with that, just that one activity, for the next 66 days to the point that it would feel weird if you didn't do it anymore, suddenly it requires little discipline. It requires little willpower to keep it going. And then you get to play this game of stacking habits over time, which is when things get really excited. So let's pause. And let's do a little check-in. For you, is it turning your activities into habits? Is that the thing that's missing? If so, we would encourage that you go to theonething.com, click on free stuff, and download a 66-day challenge calendar. Get really clear of all the goals or resolutions that you set. If you could only focus on one, which would be the one that would matter most to you? And then ask the question, what's the one thing I can do such that by doing it would make everything else easier or unnecessary as it pertains to hitting this goal until you get to a specific activity you can do and then do it every day for 66 days or until it becomes a habit that sticks. And every day that you do it, you get to earn a big red X on your 66-day challenge calendar. So we get clear on why the goals matter. We ensure that we're clear on the purpose of the goal. We are time-blocking the activities required to achieve the goals. We are going on a 66-day challenge to making those activities a habit that sticks. And then we get to the fifth opportunity. The fifth thing that we often see people not doing that stops them from achieving the results they deserve. It's that while they know how to set goals, they don't know how to have a relationship with their goals. Think about it. 
once you set your goals, what's your model or ritual for revisiting your goals so you have a true relationship with them? Meaning you sit down with them to identify what's the gap between where you are and where you want to be. And if you're behind, what's one thing you can do over the next quarter, month, or week to close the gap? And if you're ahead, do you need to raise the goal? For many of us, this is the 411, the tool for having clarity on your priorities. This has been an interesting shift. Um, while I have been living using a 411 every single week for the last three plus years, ever since I've been in business with Gary and Jay, my wife and I did not always do one together. And this last year, when we did our couple's goal setting retreat, we walked through the entire goal setting framework. We set our goals. We had insight into what mattered to each other. And then the rubber hit the road. Because once the retreat ended, my wife said, great, we did all that work. Now what? And that's when we started having our weekly family meeting with the 411 being the backbone of it. We drive to our local gym. The kids get to go and play in the kids club for a few hours while mommy and daddy get to go to the cafe. We sit down and we fire up our computers and we do our 411s. And it's so interesting being able to say, these are the things that we said really matter to us this year, personally and professionally. And based on that, these are the things that we said it would matter this month to be on track for the year. So these are the things that we have to do this week to be on track for our month and to just do it together so that we have insight into what matters to one another and where we have shared ownership. We felt a real sense of alignment. And for my wife, uh, she's already started to see the benefit of having clarity on your priorities because you get so much more done in such less time when you stop focusing on the 80% stuff that only delivers 20% of your results. We'll ask you, do you have a true relationship with the goals that you set? Or do you just set goals and they're your goals? They are something that's on a piece of paper. It's an aspiration. Yet you don't really have a strong relationship with them every week. And if so, the opportunity for you is to begin doing a weekly 411. Which again, if you want to see what that looks like, go to the onething.com, click on the free stuff page. You can download the 411 there. And in the very, very near future, if you click on the training tab, there will be a training all about how you can implement the 411 there. We want to share one pro tip with you before we wrap this all up and help you get into action. And it's to go on this journey with the people who have a vested interest in your success. Because no one succeeds alone. So don't try to. Have the people in your environment support and be a part of your goals. Whether that be your significant other, whether that be your team, your business partner, coworkers, friends, family. You choose who are the people that if you did not have their support, there's no way you could be successful. For me, it's my wife. It's why we do a one thing couples goal setting retreat and a couples goal setting master course. Because so many people set goals on their own, but then they realize that their potential is limited because ultimately, they're not aligned with the people that matter to them. We really hope that as you look at this year, if you set goals on your own, that you will recognize that now's the time to press pause. Now is the time for you to say, okay, 
this is the year that I am suddenly going to have the people in my life support me and me support them. And if you want to see how this is facilitated at the highest level, you go to the onething.com, you click on the training page, you'll see the One Thing Couples Goal Setting Master Course there. Do it. We've had so many people that have gone through this and the reviews are coming in. The experiences have just been amazing. So we hope you'll be the type of person who will take action on this. At this point, we've covered a lot. We know that while half of America sets resolutions or goals come New Year's, only 8% of them actually achieve them. We know that the things that could stop them are not understanding the reason why the goals matter. It's not being clear on the purpose of those goals. It's not time blocking the goals. It's not going on a 66-day challenge to making those activities habits that stick. And they don't have a rhythm or a model for truly building a relationship with their goals. And for many of them, they do it alone when they really require the help and support of others. So let's talk about how you get started. Like everything with the one thing, we're going to encourage you to think big and go small. To think big about being the type of person who can set these big goals that frankly might scare you a little bit. And instead of looking at all the things we talked about in this episode, which is acting big, we're going to encourage you to go small. Of everything we talked about, if you could only implement one, what's the one thing you can do such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary? And if you're still struggling with the goals for this year of all the areas of your life, what's the one that you really need to make a change in most? What's the one that if you just thrived there, everything else would be easier or unnecessary? And then you ask the focusing question, what's the one thing I can do? Such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary in that area of my life. And you keep asking that question until you get to a two-inch domino, a specific measurable activity you can do. Your one thing. You identify your one thing, you time block it, and then you make it a habit by going on a 66-day challenge. That's the framework, folks. That's how you start with the one thing. It's how you continue living the one thing. You identify your one thing, you time block it, you make it a habit, and you repeat. So to help you get into action, we want to point you to some very specific training resources. First, if you have not yet downloaded the 411 and a 66-day challenge calendar, go to theonething.com, that's with the number one in the URL, and click on free stuff. You will see both of those resources there. We would also suggest visiting the training page. If you have set goals in the past, yet you just you realize that there's a next level, and especially if you want to do it with other people in your world, you should strongly consider the One Thing Couples Goal Setting Master Course. It'll knock your socks off. And for those of you that really need help being consistent on that 66-day challenge to making that habit stick, on the training page, you'll also see Time Blocking Mastery, which is our master course that holds your hand through a 66-day challenge while you time block your one thing and you make it a habit that sticks. And we also referenced the One Thing community. It's called Living Your One Thing. You'll see that on the training page as well. Bottom line, folks, we hope this year that this will be the year that you choose to be the type of person that doesn't just consume content 
that implements it. We want to hear your success stories. This year, we want to be featuring more of you. So if you have been living the principles of the one thing, we want to hear about it. Email me, jeff at the one thing.com. That's with the number one in the URL, jeff at the one thing.com. Put podcast success story in the subject line so that we can flag it and our team can circle back with you. We really appreciate you listening to this episode and we hope it would actually really help us and mean the world to us if you would take a moment and think of five people, five people that you think really need to hear this message, five people that you would like to go on this journey with them. Can this be a resource to help gain their enrollment? Your referrals, your word of mouth is the lifeblood of this show and the lifeblood of our business. And we thank you in advance for sharing this with the people that matter most to you. And if you're one of those people, you're just coming across this for the first time, make, please make sure that you've hit that subscribe button. It makes sure that all future episodes will automatically be downloaded to your device so you won't miss a thing. We thank you and we look forward to working with you this year.